Hey, and welcome to Ursa's podcast series. In this podcast, we get to explore topical economic issues and see how they affect our daily lives here in South Africa. It has been a little while since we have recorded a podcast. As you know, we have been focusing on our Fiscal Future series with Matthew Simmons, and we've also been working on an exciting new initiative, which we will be talking about today. I'm your host, Margot G, and Nicola Viergi, the South African Reserve Bank Chair of Monetary Economics at the University of Pretoria is here to tell us about Ursa's new initiative. Hello and welcome, Professor. Hello. Hello, Margot. How are you? Very Call good. <laughs> great. It's great. It's a pleasure to have you with us again. Thank so, you. Ursa has an exciting new initiative planned. Could you please tell us a little bit more about this? Hello, uh, we have decided to build up a network uh, for macroeconomic uh, modeling and macroeconomic policy analysis uh, based on ERSA, but very much connected with the, with the research department at the South Africa, South Africa, at the SARB, at the South Africa Reserve Bank. Okay. The idea be, behind the network is based on the, on the fact that monetary policy nowadays is a very research intensive process especially modeling uh, intensive. Therefore, we need a lot, of, a lot of models and a lot of data and a lot of uh, analysis uh, to be able to do the, the forecasting and the analysis behind uh, monetary policy. And uh, uh, I think, and we think that the best way to move forward is really to pool the maximum amount of resources uh, available and uh, uh, to use the the, the strength of interaction between researcher, policymaker, researcher in South Africa, and researcher in the in the rest of in the rest of the world interested in the in the South African economy, to pull the resources so that uh, we can uh, maximize uh, the amount of intellectual capital available to the, uh, to the South African policymaker to build up new model, new data, new uh, instrument. To for policymaking uh, uh, in the country. Therefore, the idea is, you know, use the net, the power of an, our network, to pull uh, human capital and, and, and knowledge, uh, interacting with the South African Reserve Bank and other South African policymakers to build up the next okay. generation of models and resources for policymaking. Okay, so how do people access this network, and who all is in there? You've mentioned the Reserve Bank and policymakers. Is it yeah. open to everyone? Is uh, an open network in the sense that it's a network that call any researcher interested in, uh, in working on the macro, uh, on macroeconomic, uh, macroeconomic, macroeconomics and macroeconomic modeling in South Africa to really participate to this network. And, uh, uh, and therefore, we are uh, uh, we are calling and uh, we are talking with all uh, South African uh, South African researcher, uh, both in policy institution and and uh, uh, in the university. But also, we are we are connecting with researchers around the world that are working on the South African macroeconomy. Um, and uh, is open in the sense that uh, we'll uh, we just. You know, we just build up, uh, build up this network, uh, um, and therefore anybody that is interested or will be interested to uh, to participate to participate at this initiative uh, will have to follow, uh, you know, from the website and uh, etc. What are the next appointments that we are organizing, 
uh, where this network will become actual operational. Okay, but Nicola, you mentioned modeling monetary policy. This, yeah. I'm sure, is a very, very complex thing to do. So if it's available to everyone, how will everybody be able to understand the models that are available? No, but I think it is a, I think it's very important uh, in the process of model and, and uh, of intellectual and, and model uh, discussion, uh, model development. We think it is very important to have a very transparent process. In the sense that it's almost an, uh, an idea of, you know, we develop more better in an open source framework. Therefore, for example, what we, we are doing is we are collecting on the website uh, the code and the, uh, and the data for models uh, at the present use and develop uh, both in policy institution and in academia. Therefore, everybody that is interested in the macroeconomy, everybody uh, has the ability to go on the website, download the model, experiment on the model, test models, uh, and submit models. Uh, okay. Therefore, if they have change that they want to make, they can submit their own version of the okay. model. Uh, therefore, they become an open, uh, an open platform that call a researcher, maybe PhDs, maybe uh, researchers from outside that have access to the information that we have and the okay. models that, that we have at the moment in analyzing the South African economy. Therefore, is this interaction that we want to develop a natural interaction between the, between the research process and the, policy pro and, the, and the policy process, in which then experimentation up and outside is transparent, also how the process, uh, how the models are developed. I think the transparency is extremely important because it's, a, it's as if, you know, it's as if that, as if, if the policy institution are outsourcing the testing the analysis of the model to the research community out there. Huh? Okay. And the research for new generation, new, uh, new people coming with new idea, and uh, therefore we are calling really to build up a sort of this open, uh, open source, uh, open source model of, of thinking about how we model South Africa because, because is in the nature of the South, of the South Africa economy, then actually, you know, the, the pool of resources is quite limited. Yes. Uh, and for example, in policy institution, the problem is that the, the pool of resources are also pressed by the day-to-day -day running of an institution. And uh, therefore there is not much space for further model development in the uh, working, uh, in the daily working of this institution. Therefore, we need to find way to normalize a continuous interaction between researcher outside and policy, policy institution. Okay. And if we can build up this sort of open, open source, we can multiply quite significantly the ability of you know, modeling the South African economy, testing, checking the robustness, uh, try different, even different approaches. Therefore, I think it's also very important not to be constrained by one single or one uh, single modeling framework. 
yes. uh, because there is a lot of innovation is coming through because there is new data, there is new approach uh, to modeling that uh, we cannot remain behind these processes that are happening around the world and therefore uh, we try to build up an instrument that, uh, that build naturally this open yes. source connection between policy institutions and researchers. Okay, so the co-chairing in this network is one aspect yeah. of the South African modeling um, network, but the other aspect, as far as I'm aware, is you also provide training and workshops. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit more about that side of it? Fundamental. Um, I think a, a big part of the story will be, uh, is the, the code sharing is one story, but the big part in building up a network is also uh, the two fundamental functions. One is to connect people, and therefore the workshop as a way in which research is presented and discussed and tested in, uh, in, among researchers. And training, because there is so much innovation in the area. There is so much new methodology. The central bank around the, uh, around the world and academia around the world that is, that is coming. Eh? Mm, especially cool, now with COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a lot of innovation going on. There is a really, it's very, uh, it's a field, the one of macroeconomic, macroeconomic modeling and the macroeconomic policy, in which there is a lot of technical innovation that is coming through, but like anywhere, eh? because technical innovation is, guys, we are in a world that is churning uh, innovation every day. Uh, large data, artificial intelligence, uh, neural network. There is uh, so many new methodology coming in into uh, fruition and uh, coming into into stream. That is really extremely important to maintain a link to what is happening. Uh, and the training is 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 this fundamental uh, instrument. Therefore, really to. Uh, to think about what is that we don't know mm. and that we need to know. And this is true for people inside the policy institution, research inside the policy institution, it's true for researcher outside. And ERSA can do this well. Eh? ERSA has, has got has this characteristic, yes. this, you know, building this connection and, uh, you know, exploring where, where are the frontier of the, of the discipline. And therefore, that's what we we want to do with this uh, training. Uh, explore the, the frontier of the discipline, see what is happening, uh, what is happening and uh, put uh, South African researcher in front of the innovation that are happening. Okay, this is very exciting. Do we have dates yet for any upcoming workshops or training sessions? Allora, I'm, uh, uh, the next workshop I think will be uh, the last week of November. Okay. It will be an official announcement, but last, last week in November, I need to find uh, uh, if all uh, the research, all the presenters are available for that time. Uh, uh, although nowadays with this new innovation of Zoom, mm -hmm. it's much easier to organize the workshop that uh, used to be. But it will be a workshop on uh, new data, new model, new uh, instrument for monetary policy in emerging okay. countries. Okay. And, and we will have uh, participants from uh, other uh, central bank, uh, emerging country central bank, researcher from uh, Europe and uh, South Africa. Oh, and wow. this one will be the next. I will, they will, I will send, shall we will send an official uh, invitation soon uh, out yes. as soon as we have a uh, uh, basic program. 
but I think that uh, to explore some of the experiences of uh, uh, new method, new data, and new models for central banking that are uh, that are happening around uh, around the world that will be yes. the objective of this next workshop. Wow, that is exciting. And just out of interest, which models are we focusing on at the moment? Allora, at the moment, uh, uh, on the, uh, we are collecting essentially, one is the QPM, the quarterly projection model of the South Africa Reserve Bank. For then now, the code is available on the website, the code data, so that the researcher can start to uh, look at that model and, uh, and start to, you know, sort of play and analyze the characteristic of the model. Uh, then we have uh, a series, uh, we collect two kinds of models, one uh, computational general equilibrium models, and then uh, dynamic stochastic general equilibrium models. In both areas, there is, was quite, there is quite a lot of research confront, uh, that uh, past research on, uh, on South Africa. And therefore, we have tried really to make an inventory of the model available and uh, collect them and make it available to all researchers. And uh, it, this one, because these three categories, these two categories, computational general and DSG, are at the moment the baseline models used in a lot of, uh, in a lot of central banks. And actually, very much what we do in research. Therefore, at the moment we are collecting this. But I think more the the, the network develop. I really think that uh, in the area of big data or the area of artificial intelligence, we will uh, or, for example, very interesting uh, development in terms of uh, uh, models with uh, heterogeneous agent model. Heterogeneous uh, okay. agents in Ukrainian model are very interesting, especially because uh, I think, in some sense, they are more appropriate uh, to use this kind of model with a lot of uh, uh, heterogene heterogeneity yes. uh, of agent, characteristic of agent in macro model, uh, somehow combine both the, uh, the uh, computational general equilibrium. Uh, characteristic at the DSG and is more appropriate for a situation in like South Africa in which the heterogeneity of Asians mm -hmm. is a very important characteristic of this society. And therefore, even when, for example, we analyze monetary policy, having the ability to think about the distributional effect of monetary policy, I think is extremely important and uh, uh, development in terms of heterogeneous agent model will be, uh, will be very, uh, very appropriate, I think, for the South Africa. Therefore, uh, going forward, I think we will see more and more a variety of models coming through. And I I'm actually, I think it's extremely important that the next generation should bring new methodology uh, into place. I think it's very important that the, the, the next generation should uh, kick out the old one and, and bring <laughs> new stuff in online. Therefore, it's, it's, yeah. that's exactly what we want to achieve. Well, as our computers are getting faster and the big data yeah. getting even bigger, I think it's going to open a lot of doors. This yeah. is really exciting. And I think Ursula is doing a wonderful, you know, it's doing a wonderful job at making these resources accessible and interactive. Is there anything else our listeners should know about this, this new initiative, Professor? No, I just uh, invite uh, researchers, etc., to follow 
to follow Econers. I will be personally in contact with uh, with a lot of them anyway to invite uh, personally. Uh, we have a researcher working with us, uh, Vincent Adam, uh, uh, that will uh, start working specifically on the model, on this uh, on this network, and uh, you will hear from us. Uh, so our researcher and people will start to hear from us very soon. And I think uh, people will be interested in this. Yes, we'll definitely keep our eyes glued to the social media pages and our website. And um, follow the link next to this podcast to find our the South African Modeling Network. And um, you'll also see it on our website at www.econrsa.org slash South African Modeling Network, which is hyphenated. Thank you. And um, it's Thank been you. a pleasure having you on our show again, Always. Professor. And um, this is your host, Margot G from the Ursa podcast series. Till next time. Thank you.